Yeah, Asif met Mick Jagger. Um, <laughs> he started he started off with a story. Basically, uh, well, basically, I didn't really trust him. Um, that was kind of the vibe. But he was like, "Do you know Mick Jagger?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know Mick Jagger. I have his number." I was like, "You have Mick Jagger's number?" He's like, "Yes, five hundred rupees. You want to bet?" I was like, "Well, it's such a random thing to say. He's got to be telling the truth." He's like, "No, I don't want to bet." And then he pulls out a video of, uh, of him and Mick Jagger. He's guiding Mick Jagger around the, the main roundabout of the city, um, taking him to his, uh, his clothing store, his spice store. Um, but Mick Jagger wasn't the only celebrity that he knew. Um, he apparently also knew Joanna Lumley. Which is even more random, I'd say. So yeah. it became believable at this point. Um, and Jopal has this clock tower in the, in the center of the city. And he pulled out this video, which must have been, he said he'd only met Mick Jagger like a month ago. Mick Jagger did look pretty old in this video with his small child. Um, he is about 80, I think. Yeah. So he had said uh, he had a, a big entourage surrounding him. And, a, and Mick Jagger had gone to a thief who was just standing there, minding his own business, as he told us. Do you, uh, do you know where I can get any spices or tea? And he said, oh. A spice store. Come, come. They go to the spice store. He buys some spices. I see. I need a. I need a scarf. Do you know what I could get a scarf? Oh, let me think. Oh, I work in textiles. Come, come. I am a designer. Yeah. Turns out it was his brother's store. I think. Yeah. And the but, first um, store was his nephew's. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Mick Jagger took one look at the cocktail. Must have been around the sunset. And he said, uh, "Asif, I want to go up the clock tower." Do you know who, anyone who could take me? And he went, oh, um, I'm a guide actually as well. Come, come, come. So uh, turns out Asif was many things. Um, a, a man of many talents. And uh, through his kindness towards Mick Jagger, who then asked Asif, do you know who I am? And he went, no. I'm Mick Jagger. Who is Mick Jagger? <laughs> so I guess that's my phone and go into Google. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger comes up. Oh, this is Mick Jagger. You are Mick Jagger. <laughs> ah. um, of course, Mick Jagger is probably one of the greatest musicians to ever walk this planet. Yeah. Um, but Asif had no idea who he was. And then in doing so, through his kindness, Mick Jagger offered for him to come out to LA and meet his favorite superstar, Shakira. Yeah, and Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> so Asif says he's going to He's, Mick, Mick has booked the flights for him to go to LA and he's going out in a few weeks or so. With, with his whole family, With I his think. whole family. Yeah. Lucky man. So good luck to him. Um, and maybe he also housed Joanna Lumley in his village outside of Jasselmere. How is he meeting all these celebrities? Like? I don't know. Well, Jodhpur is a it's, a... it's a beautiful city. We visited the fort and did our first audio, audio tour there. Um, fantastic fort. Lovely museum. And the audio tour was very informative very useful as well mm. because unlike most museums or uh, tourist attractions there weren't many audio guides in the other cities we visited but there are lots of verbal guides who wear lots of elaborate clothing look very smart and throughout the whole entrance up to the fort they are asking you do you want a guide I mean hey you, you need guide this is 500 year old fort very historic you need big guide big place big guide 
Nick has been practicing his Indian accent, so let us know if you think it's culturally appropriate or a decent uh, accent. It's just, it's just our language, isn't it? But it's, uh, it's very, it. it's very, it's not intimidating when the when the guides come up to you, but when the audio guide is there as a backup, it's great to go. I don't need you. I've got, I've got headphones. I've got an audio. They're going to give me a better, a better and more informative version. So I'll take that every time. Thank you. Uh, but Udaipur, not Udaipur, in Jurpur was lovely. We probably could have spent a few more days there. We had the best uh, breakfasty snack that we tried so far, I would say, other than the chili bator in Delhi. Uh, we went to this place which was crawling with locals. Um, 25 rupees for a samosa and then 22 rupees for a kachuri, which was a... Uh, was that the onion one? Yeah. Yeah. Like an onion, a disc, a fritter disc, which had onion and lentils in the middle. Uh, big size for 22 rupees, about 20p. And uh, very filling. Very yeah, enjoyable. You liked it. I, I would say it was all right. Not the best samosa I've ever had. Hate to be negative, but I've had better samosas in England. Well, I love the zesty touch of the samosa. Very citrusy kind of interior alongside the peas and the lentils. And that was something I hadn't seen before. So it was yeah. a great, great to have a bit of sharpness with your spice. Mm. Um, and then later that night, we went to the Bluebird restaurant and we had that amazing uh, Malai kofta dish, which yes. is like a, a dumpling uh, made of vegetable and potato. Um, basically the same design as a, as a lamb kofta that you'd get put on your grill at home. Kind of the same shape, but just in a, in a creamy, rich tomato-y curry, I guess. Fantastic dish and one of the many fantastic pieces of food we've had so far. We haven't really been struck by the Spice Gods. Um, yes. They're on their way, I think. We are getting to the point where we've asked a number of times now, can we have Indian spicy? We're ready to take the step and they've come out with the, the dishes and they just haven't been spicy. So whether we have just been lucky or maybe we just... It's just built different. We are built different. So on to our final city and uh, where we currently reside now and to our sleeper train this evening. Udaipur, uh, the city of lakes. Very interesting city, um, full of lots of tight, narrow roads, which are heavily occupied by bikes and tuk-tuks, uh, which can make it quite difficult to get around at some points. But a beautiful city, probably the clearest skies we've seen so far. Uh, the time is currently half past five, and the sun is due to set in about an hour or so quite hazy at the moment but I'm hoping we're going to see some good coloration here because um, as of yet the sunsets other than in the desert have been quite lackluster so I'm excited to see something proper um, the lakes most of them are absolutely gorgeous uh, some of them have slight bits of litter and uh, one or two are artificial um, a lovely city palace here that we went we visited to today with another audio tour um, the problem is, and like I was saying with these museums, is that when you go to a museum in the UK, it's very different. It's calm, tranquil, a place where you can just read and be at one with your thoughts, thinking about the history, thinking about the culture. Whereas, like anywhere else in India, a museum is incredibly chaotic, filled with lots of people, and very loud. And even with the audio guide we had on, you, you couldn't hear, hear a bloody thing. Yeah, there's just too many people. Too many people. Um, but we did learn a lot. We learned about the Mewar uh, royal dynasty, yep. the longest reigning dynasty in the world. 
um, dating back to the 1500s. The line has been kept intact um, despite the Mughal invasions, acquisition of India from the British. Um, Thank God for that. They maintain their family line. Um, and to this day, uh, the head of the uh, Mewar royal family uh, owns a trusty, trusteeship, trusteeship, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, trusteeship. Yeah. Um, Pani does wonders for the Udaipur community. Um, Although there is still much work to be done. Um, <laughs> but as we walked down the street today, uh, JCB Crane was uh, tearing apart an electric pylon in the middle of the street. Not in the most safest, not in no. the safest manner. The roadblock they had was four or five bikes blocking the road and a man going, you can't pass here, you can't pass here. Uh, the traffic is also just like the streets, they're, they're tiny. It's, it's kind of similar to maybe Venice or Rome. But it's just clogged with uh, motorbikes and tuk-tuks. And like, as soon as they start clogging up, you, su you start to see the smog develop and it's, uh, it's quite bad. A simple solution would be to get one to cycle. Um, so maybe the, uh, the leader of the Mehua royal family <laughs> needs to uh, encourage a, uh, a drive to get residents to yeah. take up cycling. Um, and we should know that in every city in Rajasthan, they do have a royal family. I think most, most, most of them are still going. Um, so that adds another level of rich history and culture. Um, they do preserve most of the forts pretty well. And the architecture itself is pretty fantastic on the inside. Mm. Very different to anywhere else we've seen. Probably the most grandiose uh, palace we have seen thus far. Yeah, the one in Udaipur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have a love for peacocks as well, the uh, national bird of India. Oh, yes. Which I find fascinating because I do love a peacock. Also, Udaipur was once uh, stage in one stage the uh, the greatest battle um, Rajasthan has ever seen. That was well documented in the palace. I can't remember what it's called, the Battle of Hagadagi. Yeah, Hadagaji, um, <laughs> Hadagaji. Um, but uh, I won't bore you with the histories. But definitely, if you ever come to Udaipur, go to the to, go to the palace here. Um, it's very interesting. Yes. And so that really concludes our review of Rajasthan. Nick on a scale of one to ten based on what you've seen so far so far in your travels uh how much of a return quality does this state have oh it feels like one of those places that now that i've been there and done that i don't really need to come back again uh but it would be interesting to see how this this region develops maybe in 50 years time when i'm a pensioner as we have seen many elderly english people visit here so maybe when i'm older i will return so Eight out of ten. Yeah, I think so. Um, there are definitely places I would skip, such as Pushka and maybe Jaisalmer. But uh, Jaipur is a city to, to return back to, just for the cinema, really. Absolutely fantastic cinema. But will there be a film like Fighter? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and then I guess we finish with uh, your favourite activity so far. I really enjoy the camel riding. To be fair, it was good fun. And the safari. Yeah. Top two for me. The Tiger Safari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as as the listeners know, if they listened to the last episode, I didn't really enjoy the camera rides due to my lack of flexibility. But definitely the stargazing was a fantastic delight. Um, so that would be my top pick. We do hope you have enjoyed this extensive review of Rajasthan. The next time you hear from us, Nick and I will be... Bombay! Bombay! 
uh, or known as Mumbai nowadays, where we will be visiting a friend of mine who has lived in Mumbai his whole life. Uh, we will also be accompanied by a new travelling companion, Masai and Shah, for next 10 days or so? Yeah, 10 days. Yeah. So you might hear a new voice on the channel, or a few new voices on the channel. Uh, so make sure to tune in for that. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed this instalment. There will not be another segment of What's That Home today. You'll have to wait for the next episode. I know you keen listeners and music lovers are ready. Uh, but I'm going to keep you on your toes and maybe we might do something a bit more modern. Uh, but for now, we do hope you have enjoyed listening about our travels around... Incredible.